Retro launch break. Retro launch break with Nick and Rick. Hello and welcome to another episode of Retro Lunch Break, the podcast. This is the last podcast for the year of 2019. Mm. Can you believe it? I can't believe it. Joining us always is my co-host, Nick. Hey, say hi, how's Nick. it going? And joining us as our additional podcast co-host is Eddie. Please say hi, Eddie. Hey, everybody. All right. Hi, Eddie. Hi, Eddie. <laughs> so, all right. I got a story for you guys, all right? Okay. Okay. So, I recently went on a trip, right? I went to... Uh, the Canary Islands. And you know, in the Canary Islands, they don't have canaries. What? Yeah. And then I also went to Turkey. You know, in Turkey, they don't have turkeys. They have turkeys. In no, Turkey. they don't. They no. Turkeys. There's not no. a single turkey in Turkey. You know, I also went to the Virgin Islands. You know what they don't have there? <laughs> turkeys. Okay. That's true. I believe that one. Yeah. 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 Can joke. you believe that? Thank you. All right. So opening up with that, uh, Eddie, you look, you look taken aback as if you are... I can't believe I said that. Yeah, I thought you were going to say they don't have virgins. Ah, no. <laughs> no it was, you were sticking to the routine here, you know? Yes. That's, see, that's <laughs> you got the punchline. You got me good. You got me good. Yeah. All right, so, all right, this is Winging Episode 3. We are going to do a wrap-up of the year. Anything that we want to talk about, anything we want to bring up about this amazing year that we've had of 2019. Yeah. Anything, uh, anybody want to start off first? Sure, I'll start off with... Right, Nick, um, please, what I'd topic like, would you like to talk about? I would first? like to dive into, let's just do the the most obvious one, movies. Movies, okay. Yeah, let's just dive into some movies here. Um, Why is that obvious? Now, I'm curious. Because, because at this time of year, Oscars come up in January, early Feb, late January, oh, early really? February, Oscar season's here. I don't follow that. We're wrapping that up yeah. the year, movies are a big thing, um, people start talking now about like, oh, who's going to win what? What was your favorite movie? Is, is that something you're actually like curious about? Yeah. Really? Of I don't. Course. I don't... Yeah. Do you, Eddie? Do you? No, I, I don't follow. No. Yeah, I don't. I just know what them. happens because at yeah. the end of the year they always do like you know best movies. Yeah, best movies, year, and it's kind of it's kind of the one yeah. I'd like to start with just so that because I went through the list of movies and it wasn't a stellar year for movies. At least for me, there were some good movies and some movies I've yet to see that I'm really excited to see. Uh-huh. I'd like to talk about them. Some surprises I had, and then what I felt were the worst movies that I saw this year. And I know that's this is all my opinion, subjective. It's fine. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you if you're right or wrong. Yeah, so... <laughs> start us off. Yeah. I just would like to start off with, I think, for me this year, for what I have seen, and I'd like to preface this by saying there are two movies that I haven't seen that I really want to see. One of them I will watch today. I didn't get a chance to watch it last night, and then the other one I'll have to wait till it comes on digital because I can't take my kids to see it, are one being The Joker, which I'm going to watch today. Oh, yeah, oh, I yeah. heard Joaquin Phoenix is great in that, so... This, my favorite movie of the year, is picked before I've seen these two movies, which it could change. And then the other one is Dr. Sleep. I really wanted to see Dr. Sleep. I couldn't get a chance to see it in theaters. It's the sequel to The Shining. Yeah, you're right. And I want to see I that I really well, want to yeah. see that. So um, I hear really good things about it. So that could end up as my favorite movie of 2019 in 2020 when I see it. Hmm, okay. Um, but for me, for this year, the movie that stood out the most for me, and I guess was my favorite, and the one I could rewatch and I enjoyed, was It Chapter Two. Really? Yeah, I really enjoyed It Chapter Two. Really quick, uh, yeah. uh, Eddie, have you seen that movie? I have not seen it yet. You I have saw not seen it. it Chapter One, but yeah. I have not seen the I second mean, one. 
don't get me wrong, Chapter 1 I like better as a movie, but I still enjoy Chapter 2. It's much like the television sh uh, movie that was out, as where the part with the kids was always slightly better than the part with the adults, in my opinion. Uh -huh. um, it was more terrifying, more scary, because there was that innocence. I think I probably talked about this before. I, think I don't know if I talked about it on the maybe... show, but how... When you're a kid, things are scarier, so that the movie yeah. not being as terrifying as an adult is because they're adults and the same things don't scare them. They have different experiences in life. At least that's what I took from it. I could be totally wrong in reading into it the wrong way, but at least that's what I felt. No, I okay. could agree with yeah. you. Now, I, I did only see a small piece of that movie. Uh, it was at it was the scene where, uh, it, it, this is It Chapter 2, yeah. where they uh, get together at the, at the restaurant. Yes. Right? And I, I, I could see what you're saying because as adults, you know, technically these, she, these, these things should not scare them. Mm -hmm. But I, I, think, I think what you're, what you're trying to say, and I agree with you, is that since these things were, were like in deep in uh, fears that they got as kids, it yeah. carried through to them yes. as adults. And when they were starting to freak out um, about meeting together and then going to the restaurant and things were happening to them, it's almost like they were acting like kids again yeah. and reacting like kids would to this type of fear, mm -hmm. yeah. not yeah. as adults would would maybe react to yeah, something like this. Like a perfect example for me, when I was a kid, nothing scared me more than the scene in Pee Wee's Big Adventure oh, yeah. with Large Marge. Large Marge, yeah. And it's the scene where she turns and her face pops out. And as a kid, though, for some reason, I watched tons of horror movies, but that always got to me. That always creeped me out as a kid. Watching that as an adult, it's so cheesy, but it still makes me feel slightly uneasy, but not the way I did as a kid. It didn't terrify me like it did as a kid. I have to say that I think... Um, graphics, not graphics, but special effects. Special effects like that, I think, deliver more and could cause more of like that kind of fear yeah. than what I saw in it, in it chapter two, yeah. this this recent release. Mm -hmm. I was actually not happy with the uh, the CG work that was in the, the the Chinese restaurant when the little things started bursting out of the the, the, fortune uh, the fortune Oh cookies. yeah, thank you. That was, uh -huh. I like that scene. I, I, no, yeah. I, I didn't <laughs> like that at all. It, it all looked too fake. I thought if they went with like a more practical effect, it would have been better. There, that's a big discussion, though, for current okay. cinema. Practical effects versus computer. I understand. Things. I know. Yeah, I understand. It's just, yeah. And I prefer practical effects, too. Um, should Here we go. Um, the running gag now in Winging It is Mandalorian talk. In Mandalorian, Baby Yoda is done as a puppet sometimes. Mm -hmm. They use an actual puppet, yeah. and it looks better as a puppet than it would as a full CG as, character. Mm -hmm, Just mm -hmm. saying, what? personally, I prefer... I can't tell. Do, do they, really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's certain scenes where it's, it's all CGI, and yeah. certain scenes where it's just puppet? Yeah. Oh, wow, okay. Mm -hmm. I haven't seen yeah. it. I believe so I they, know. or or they're using the puppet and doing CGI on top of it in some scenes, but it is a okay. puppet in some scenes, just oh, like Yoda that's was. that's cool. So... Huh. So there's a thing for practical effects that I'm big on too, but I, I don't know. I thought that was that was interesting. And the other thing I guess I really liked about it was it had other things that were from the book that weren't in the original television series. Oh. So there were other cool parts to it. Yeah. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now, did they wrap up the movie where there isn't going to be a chapter three? Well, there's only two parts to it. That's yeah. it. They're That's it. The book's done. The it's thing. over. Okay. It's it's finished. Um, okay. Yeah. Well, at the end of. Well, no, I was going to ask for a spoiler at the end, uh, but maybe I shouldn't. No, no, we can talk off. Uh, okay. Yeah, if you uh, want to know. Really, really yeah. quick, though, uh, who do you prefer to be the actor of... of uh, oh, uh, so... Wait, wait, no, don't, yeah. don't, don't. Pennywise, yeah. Pennywise, thank yes. you. Yes. Um, um, uh, it's Tim Curry or the actor that doesn't yeah, know, um, which I'm afraid I don't Skarsgård. know. Yeah, um, Yeah, whatever Skarsgård. 
It's his last name, Skarsgård. So I thought long and hard about this after watching both movies. And if I had to sit down right now and watch it, say, hey, we're going to watch it. Which one do you want to watch? I'm going to pick the new one because it was done not just because of the effects, but just the fact that it was made for movies and it was R and it was closer to the book source material than the television show, which the television show is great. Tim Curry was phenomenal as Pennywise, but I like the whole cast of the new version of it, the remake of it, I guess we'll say. Okay. Yeah, the theatrical release version of it. Um, It's a Bill Skarsgård, by the way, should be his name. Right? Oh, the, okay. Okay. So I was, I was, I'm trying to actually actively not a little behind the scenes here. I'm, I'm, I'm actively trying to look up things so that we don't randomly yeah. say wrong facts yeah. or anything like that. So okay, I'm looking it up right now and I'm scanning the page as fast as I can yeah. and looking for Pennywise. Who's who played Pennywise? It's not listed. He's it's, not listed he's as listed Pennywise. Is it? Is it? Yeah. Which is really weird and wrong of the. Internet. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, yeah but it's, you're correct. It's Bill Bill Skarsgård. Yeah, Bill Skarsgård yes. played him. So, okay. okay. Um, uh, one more, a couple more movies I'd like to talk about. My favorite movie of the year that didn't come from this year, but I saw in this year, would have to be Terrifier. I had never watched Terrifier before. Terrifier is about Art the Clown. It's a slasher movie. It's a horror movie. It's a low-budget horror movie. It's called Terrifier, and I really enjoyed it because it gave me hope in the slasher genre because he is the lovable, psychotic killer that we haven't had really in a while, like the Jason or the Michael Myers. Um, Lovable as in the sense of, as Freddy or Jason would be, no, they're not lovable as, oh, you're so cute, but you could see yourself wanting to see more movies with this killer in it. And if you haven't watched Terrifier, should still be on Netflix. Rick, do not watch it. Really? (laughs) Eddie, please watch it. You're not going to like it. It's a gory slasher film, and it is so fun and silly, but I really enjoyed it. I thought they did a good job of portraying, like, Art the Clown. He's a clown who's a serial killer who doesn't talk. He has zero speaking lines in it. He has a horn that he honks occasionally, but it's just done so well at the end of the movie, you're like... Cool, I can't wait for a sequel. At that least I was. Creepy, yeah. <laughs> was it very graphic, too? It was very graphic. Very graphic. It has one of the cooler... Um, it, has, it has a really cool jack-o'-lantern scene, and it has a really cool um, death scene that I hadn't really seen done in that level of gore before oh, in a movie, okay. so it was really cool. So that's, that's, that's just it for me for horror, I would say. As much as I liked It Chapter 2... I enjoyed Terrifier, but Terrifier is like two or three years old. I just never got around to it. I have okay. one question, yeah. and I'm I'm debating whether or not to ask this yeah. because I kind of don't I kind of don't want to know. Is this based on a true story? No. No. Okay. okay. All right. Yeah. That makes me feel a little bit. Better. It's been, so. The director made this movie called All Hallows Eve, and it's a bunch of shorts. And Art the Clown is in there, and kind of was like an underground small cult hit. And then he made he got crowdfunded for Terrifier. And they just recently got crowdfunded for Terrifier 2, which should be out next year. So wow. I'm excited for 2020 for Terrifier 2. Okay. So, yeah. Um, for family movies, Adam's Family, hands down, was the best oh, I didn't see that. animated I didn't see movie that. Yeah. I saw with my kids this year. We okay. went to the theaters to see Adam's Family. Um, it was really good. It kept. It felt more like a cartoon based off of the television show than off of the 90s movies. So it was really cool in that sense, and it was just funny, and it was a nice story, and it was it was good. Was, I watched a lot of kids' movies this year, and that was my favorite. That was the one that stood out to me. Was the ending theme song done by MC Hammer? 
No, it wasn't no? because no, that's from the I'm movie. <laughs> but you've got to pray. Pray, you've got to pray. It wasn't that song. It was the Adams Family yeah. song. But, um, and then I just guess I'll just go over my real quick. Sorry, I'm talking so much here. I'll just I have four movies that kind of surprised me that I wasn't really expecting, not expecting a lot of, or kind of hesitant when I went to see them, and then uh, they were good in my opinion. And that would be Tolkien. It's a story about J.R.R. Tolkien, who wrote the Lord of the Rings books. It's about his life and how he came up with the Lord of the Rings. It's a documentary? No. No, it's um, a movie. That it's came a, out this year? It's a drama. Yeah, it came really? out this year. Yeah. I enjoyed that movie okay. because it was cool to see that kind of stuff. I don't know how accurate it was or anything, but I enjoyed it. At the mm-hmm. end of the movie, I was like, that was fun. Um, Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Excellent. If you like Godzilla, Didn't see that, that was great. Eddie, it had, Eddie, Eddie and I are both shaking our heads. It had we Mothra. Seen that. It had kaiju fights. It was... It felt good. It felt like I was a child again watching a Godzilla film for the first time. So that surprised me. Um, okay. Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Uh, yeah. I know you didn't like that movie. Yeah, I, I like, like that, that movie because I like the books, and it was nice to see an ad- adaptation of the books. And it's you know it's a really good PG young like twelve thirteen year old horror movie. I guess we'll say so. That was cool. How, how did it compare to the book? The movie. It's it it's has so. Similar? It takes four or five five stories from the book uh-huh. and turns them and weaves them into one giant story. So five of the individual stories it uses from the book happen here. Okay. So it's it's pretty cool. Almost yeah, I kind of agree yeah. with. Yeah, you with didn't, here. didn't enjoy I didn't, it. I didn't really enjoy it that yeah, yeah. much. I I enjoyed it. I thought it was cool. Can can I please get your opinion on it, Eddie? Why did you not enjoy it? I I gotta say I don't know. Maybe the plot wasn't that interesting and it felt like there were certain things where I was just kind of like unbelievable like thank you come on thank you exactly like really that that really just happened yes that was my problem is that if I can't if I can't believe the that's the same thing I had with it right with that scene in, in the in the Chinese restaurant if I couldn't believe what was happening I couldn't get into it okay so but real quick I, I do want to say you didn't watch it chapter one so you don't I didn't under- have to you- I've seen the TV movies so, but you, so you understand how the manipulation that Pennywise can do to people's yeah, thoughts yeah, and what uh-huh. they see. So yeah. it's like I don't see how you can not believe that, knowing that that is something that he's capable of. And those it's, spider-like crab no, creatures. No, it's going and back. And if you watch the end of the movie, that kind of makes a little more sense. No, too. no, yeah. you're getting me wrong. You're getting yeah. me wrong. It's not. It's not what was done. It was how it was done. Oh, okay. It's it's the the same. It's the same problem of, of uh, CG versus versus uh, practical. Uh, practical. Effects. Yes. Okay. Is that what was being done in in this in in uh, scary stories to tell in the dark? None of it was was scary or looked scary or even looked like well, it could a, be scary. It's a, and it's like, a scary movie for uh, kids. I think that's it's why based maybe I didn't enjoy it as book. much. These are children's books we're talking about here. Yeah, because I was expecting it to be more like uh, the It style. Yeah, and but it's it never, wasn't. It's not it, going to be. It wasn't like it's, that. It's on. It's on par with a Goosebumps style movie. Even yeah. though scary yeah, stories okay, to tell yeah. the dark are much better yeah. than Goosebumps. Goosebumps is kind of meh, but. Yeah, so that's what you have to go into it thinking. You can't go into it thinking this is going to be a real horror film. This is, these are going to have deep plots and stories. No, it's a goosebump style story. Uh, I think yeah. I, I think we still could have had more. I, I, I think in, in that movie we could have had more about the situation. Could have been scarier if it was just kind of delivered in a, in a better 
in a better way because it's just even with the first instance of something happening i'm gonna try to explain this without giving any giving away any spoilers and i think eddie you'll agree with me on this because uh when we did see it we were kind of saying the same thing i think we're on the same wavelength where yeah. it's like the situation that the character was just being placed in minus the the way that it was being presented to you if it was practical or, or cg it just was not believable like leading into that and it's just like I imagine in the books it could have been better because it could have more description. But uh, for a movie, that's they shouldn't have any kind of slack to not allow that because even then the sequence of, of what you're being shown should, you know, jive together and make you believe that this is the actions that this character is being put in, not just to achieve a cinematic type of view of what you were expected to see or what would be described in the book. It has to be led and believable, and you understand that this character was put into this scary situation for a valid reason and with the first instance of where you would get something in this movie again i'm trying to spot, speak about it without giving away any spoilers it just didn't seem believable you're talking about the herald part uh yes the scarecrow yeah herald yeah, the, the scarecrow, scarecrow. Yeah. yeah i don't know that so all of these this whole movie is based off of four to five page short stories that's all they are in the books. And I bet they're great. Yeah, I, they're I great. I imagine they're, they're great. They're great, but they don't have the level of detail that it is. It is. Hard, I can imagine it being hard to take that idea and create something that's close enough to the source material, which is very limited. And I thought they did a... I thought, as a fan of the books, I thought they did a fine job with it. Okay. And that's me personally. Okay. Uh, but, I, yeah, I will say this is... You have to think of it also more as, like, an Are You Afraid of the Dark? The TV show? Do you remember the TV show, Are You Afraid of the Dark? That was a, a cable show, wasn't it? Yeah, Are You Afraid of the I Dark movie 2020, please make it happen. Um, <laughs> I didn't have access so, to it. So just up. these, all these stories are based around sitting around a campfire and someone telling you a story like, hey, the guy with the hook in his hand, that whole story. So it's just, it's basically on verbal word. And really, really let, quick. Me, let me throw this at you real quick before you go in. Uh, it was the 70s, man. Okay. The movie was set in the 70s. Oh. I just wanted to... <laughs> well, just really quick, really quick, I want to get Eddie's... Do you, do you know about this? Have you seen it? Did you watch this? Do you know what this is? Are You the, Afraid of the Dark? Afraid of the Dark. It sounds familiar. I might have watched it, it as a kid. It used to be on Nickelodeon. Yeah, I like, think I might have seen we, it Well, when I was in middle school, so that means you two would have been probably late elementary school. Um, mm, I didn't have cable. You probably, probably wouldn't have been yeah. born yet. It sounds Eddie. familiar. I, just, yeah. I don't recall. Yeah, so basically it was, this, it was this group of kids called the Midnight Society, and they would, they would go into the forest... And then each week, someone would have to tell a story. And to join the Midnight Society, you would have to tell a story. So they had this bag of, like, I don't know, whatever it was. It was, like, this powder. And they would sprinkle it on the fire. And then it would then that would be, like, the transition to get you into the story. And then the person would tell the story. And they were, once a week, you got some kind of scary story. Some of them were good. Some of them weren't scary. But mm -hmm. it was, you know. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. It was good, yeah. It was for, like, young teens. Yeah, I definitely yeah. watched uh, Goosebumps instead of that. Yeah, Goosebumps. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you watched the TV series of Goosebumps? Yeah, yeah I used to I, watch it. Yeah. No, I, I, uh, I did not. I didn't, I didn't like it. I didn't like the Goosebumps books. No, I see. That's I the thing. I'm not a big like fan of Goosebumps. Yeah. I don't, I don't see them as either scary nor entertaining, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. or yeah, or even like creepy or anything. Like that. Yeah, but that's me personally. Yeah. Yeah. Again, yeah, um, that's my personal opinion as well. Yeah. And the last surprise of the year for me, um, I'm just going to put this up here was uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> No, that was like three years ago, man. No, it wasn't. <laughs> Not, like the last one, I think, came up. Maybe. Oh, I don't know. I don't, I've never seen it. I don't know. It wasn't this year. It wasn't this year because I went through a list of movies this year and there was, was no it? Fifty Shades. Okay. Mila's, Mila's last year. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it was Aladdin. Disney's live action Aladdin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I missed that too. I, wow. I went I into that. I, didn't I went into that, that really worried because Aladdin's such a big movie from my childhood, and yes. I went. I saw it with my wife and kids, and it's a huge movie from her childhood. Probably her favorite Disney movie all time, and I was really worried. Like, how are they going to do this? Robin Williams had just passed away. How is Will Smith going to measure up? 
and I thought they did a phenomenal job making it familiar but different enough. Yes. And letting Will Smith not they didn't make Will Smith play Robin Williams. They said Will Smith no. go out there and be, be Will, Will Smith, Smith yes, exactly. the comedian yeah, okay. as the genie. Mm-hmm. And it was just it was not, it was a visually stunning movie. They did a good job with the story, all the additions they made to it and everything that changed. I just was I left that movie like, wow, I'm really happy with that. In, okay. in, contra- in contrast to that, I also watched The Lion King, which was a shot-for-shot shot remake, minus the really funny scene where um, Pumbaa does the, does, does the pig in the grass skirt when he's singing, when he's trying to get the hyenas to come get him. He's like, you want a juicy pig? They took that out of the movie, and that would have been the only saving quality of it. But The Lion King remake was a shot-for-shot, and it was boring, and I knew what was going to happen, and I knew the lines, and I was just like, I don't care for this. So I like that Aladdin changed it just enough. Okay. So really quick, so uh, you have you did not see Aladdin. I did not. No, no, I have. Okay. I agree with a lot of things that, that Nick is saying. Um, I went into it worried as well. Um, I, I came out ec- ecstatically happy about what I saw. Uh, I would see it again. Uh, Will, Will Smith. Will Smith did a great job being the genie, being yes. a Will Smith genie. Exactly. And I think. I think. Um, and if I can, if Will Smith ever hear this, you know, you did a fantastic job of bringing your own flavor to this I agree and uh, the the energy that he brought in especially the big dance number in the middle mm-hmm. where he was introducing uh, Prince Ali yeah uh, the Aladdin's character God, it was just yeah. so good it was it was yeah yeah, yeah. and um, I did not see and now going on to the next movie yeah. I did not see Lion King Eddie did you no I did not it was it was a really tough year to go to the movies for me I think I only went one time to the movies. A lot of these I saw. Watched on, a lot Joker. of these I saw when they came out on yeah. digital. Okay. On. It's difficult for me too. So you're, yeah. you're not alone. It's very very hard for yeah. me to to uh, to go to the movies. And then uh, for anybody that this is your first podcast, uh, uh, both Nick, myself, and Eddie, we are uh, family men. We have children. Uh, so it's you know it's difficult to go see uh, a movie if it's they're That's not, not a child movie. exactly yeah, yeah. saw yeah. a lot of child movies this year <laughs> yeah yeah which is which is great I saw ugly dolls <laughs> uh, really that wasn't good was it it was very good oh yeah. I wanted to see that actually you should watch it okay what do you think I'd like it no I'm just saying I don't know if you'd like it or not I can't it was just it was a movie that's huh. a, the best I could describe right. it as was it was a movie yeah. okay. I'm really hoping it next year though because my son was just too small this year yeah, for him to even go to movies yeah he's gonna turn two. Yeah, that's a little the beginning easier. of next year, yeah. There's always the drive-in. I'm telling you, the drive-in's the way to go with little ones. No. You look at me like you don't know I, what drive-in I, No, no, is. I went to the drive-in. Winter. We took him one time, oh. actually. We, we had a bad experience. Oh, sorry. He was just crying, and, and he mm. didn't want to stay still in his yeah. car seat. It was just, yeah. yeah. So we were yeah. like, we can't do this. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Well, hopefully, hopefully next year we'll be better for you for uh, in terms of movies. Yeah. Um. Did, but there was something released this year. That I wonder. I'm curious if you did see. Was Endgame? Did you see Endgame in theaters? I think that's the one we went to go see at the drive-in. Oh, the drive-in. Yeah. Oh, okay. And, and, uh-huh. and actually, um, it wasn't that great in the no. drive-in because. Oh, I thought you were gonna say it wasn't that great of a movie. I was like, no, you're right. Oh no, 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 no. at the drive-in because yeah. you know I, I think somebody had their lights on oh, that, that night sucks. and it was, I was having a hard time oh, seeing sucks. the movie on the screen. I actually went to the theater and I think I had to go by myself, or I think I think I took my daughter to go see it again. And it was actually a lot better in the theater. Right, yeah. And I enjoyed it. I thought it was it was a good movie. What was your favorite movie of the year? I, I would have to say it was Joker, because that was Joker, you know, yeah. the one that I last saw, you know, besides Endgame. And I thought that was a phenomenal really good. movie. Yeah, it was I really good. I can't wait to really see slow, it. Really slow, very graphic. Um, but a long movie to the descent of madness from okay. this person. So it was it was great. It was okay. good. 
Yeah, and like I was telling Rick, I, I don't know if this is a movie for him, for yeah. me to recommend to him, because but now that there was these specific that, areas, these particular scenes where just the intense of the violence got really real. <laughs> but if you tell him not to do something, he goes and does go it. Just do remember it, yeah. that. So now he's going to watch the Joker. Uh, well, I don't know, because I mean, you, you told me not to watch this other... Oh, yeah, uh, but Terrifier. Ter- that, Terrifier, Thank But you. that's not because... That's just to save you from nightmares. That's the only reason. <laughs> uh, that's no, just I, a courtesy for me. I have to say that, like, yeah. you, you told me, you told me not to see yeah. it, and I, I believe you. But yeah. then, like, with the Joker or Joker, uh, I know you told me, and I've, I've taken that, you know, into consideration. I, I, I do believe you. Uh, the problem there is that um, I'm, a, I'm a fan of the DC universe. You know, I like the concept of, of Batman and Joker and how, how they're, they're polar opposites about chaos and, and, and control. Um, I don't actually. I'm not sure if that's the right. Um, not control example. chaos and order. In order, thank yeah. you. Control thank you. wouldn't be it. No, yeah, not yeah. control, but but yes, chaos and order. Uh, and uh, you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't say that that the Joker is my f- most favorite uh, Batman villain. Um, but uh, you know, to have this this movie adaptation of of the Joker of this villain, you know, and it's as far as I understand, it's not really put into into. You know, you, you're not immediately shown that you're in Gotham. You're not immediately shown that that Batman is going to happen, or is going to happen, or is there, or present, or that there's some sort of vigilante out there uh, uh, stopping crime in a way that only he can because the cops can't do it. And so that has, that means that the villains have to step up their game. No, it's more of like as you're as you're describing it, it's more of like uh, a person's descent. If you, if I'm getting your verbatim right, person's descent into madness. And uh, as we've discussed with somebody else too, how it's how it's it's scary because it, it comes off more real than something that you would see in in the comics, and that I think it, again it leads back to that question that I asked you, Nick, was that I asked you if that if the terror terror terrifier if it was based on a true story. See how I, I asked yeah. about that because oh, this okay. it's I guess I think maybe my curiosity leads me more to see this. Because it's presented in a more real fashion, uh, and I'm I'm kind of realizing this as, as now as I'm I'm discussing it with with you two, uh, I I still want to see it, but you telling me not to see it because of concern of what I might see and how it may affect me, I do consider, and I still haven't seen it. Um, I don't know if I will. He will. He will. You think so? 100%. I don't. I don't know. It's, yeah. I don't know, I've, I, as, I, as I said before to you, Eddie, too, that I, I've seen enough uh, examples and clips of it online that I, I kind of pieced together a moment that you were, you were trying to tell me about without mm-hmm. telling me about. Okay. Uh, that I've seen, I've seen that, you know, I've I, I pieced together the, what, what, were, what that could be. And that doesn't seem too bad, but I guess, but then that's just one scene in, in Joker's actions and... But you know, I imagine seeing the whole movie and, and seeing the examples of what's being happening, what's happening to him, what's being done to him, and his, his reactions to it, uh, that probably leads more to like what is concerning you about me watching it. Uh, and well, um, I'll, we'll have to come back on that one and see if I do ever <laughs> yeah. ever get get enough courage to see this. Yeah. What was your favorite movie of the year, Rick? Uh, my favorite movie of the year. Now it's also very difficult for me to to see movies. Uh, you know, I, I have kids, so it's not always often that I can um, uh, have them go and enjoy it. You know, I don't think my kids can themselves can sit down for two hours straight and and watch something in a dark room. 
uh, and and only if it's something that's like maybe purely animated, you know, that might get their attention. I haven't seen any a lot of things that that came out recently, like uh, Frozen Two. I know, I know. My wife had expressed interest in, in seeing that one. I saw that. You saw that? Uh-huh. I, didn't, I didn't see. It. I saw that. Yeah. Uh, I did. I did get to see um, Endgame. I, I enjoyed it. Uh, I enjoyed Endgame. Um, it was a very long movie, uh, but I thought the pacing was good and, and the, the character development was good. There's, I mean, I have gripes about it too as well. I mean, like um, the whole um, scene where Captain America is explaining uh, how, how people have to deal with the blip and, yeah. and everything like that. Like, I, that, that could sh- be done without. Oh, you should. If you don't like the whole blip thing, don't watch Far From Home. I already have. Oh, God. That was so frustrating to watch the movie i liked far from home don't get me wrong far which from is home. again another release from this year yeah, yeah which was it was oh, a fine movie yeah, I, I actually think, didn't watch that i one. think okay. it would probably be my second favorite marvel movie behind was spider-verse this year or last year no spider-verse was last year so maybe far from home was this year okay no spider-verse was this year okay then spider-verse was the best i saw that, that marvel movie this year but yeah um far from home was cool except for the fact that anytime there were any inconsistencies it was just as simple as the blip and like so going oh, forward it feels no. like is this how marvel's <laughs> just going to explain everything that doesn't add up by sorry using that the was word last year the blip okay sorry, spider-verse was, was last, last year, year. Was yes. last year? Okay. that movie was great that was probably Fantastic. the best animated yes. movie i'd yeah, seen yeah, in I a bunch of years so, mm-hmm. yeah. um uh favorite yeah. oh gosh i don't know favorite movie um i have to think about this um yeah. i gotta say that i did i did really enjoy uh endgame uh, I, oh, Aladdin! Aladdin was great. Um, I wonder if I saw anything. Um, gosh, I don't know. Um, I'm trying to think of like anything that I saw this year that maybe wasn't released this year because I'm always trying to catch up. Oh, I'm yeah, always okay. constantly trying to catch that's, up. That's why, because yeah. I wanted to throw Terrifier in there. Because what about uh, Toy Story Four? That's this year, right? That yeah, was, that was, that was year. good. Did you guys? Watch I didn't that? get to see. I that. saw that. Okay, yeah. I saw that one too. Actually, that was good. It was a good way to finally feel like we have an end to Toy Story. Yeah, and that, and that brought a tear to my eye. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it was it was a good movie. It was a yeah. good Pixar movie. That was good. It was solid. Uh, here's one for, uh, that I did get to see. Uh, um, thanks to to uh, Plane Ride is a Shazam. I have, have not see, seen. I have not seen that. I have one not either. seen Shazam. Okay, Shazam I hear it's is fun. great. Yeah. It is great because it's it is a really great family movie. And see, that's the thing. And I think maybe you guys can can agree or understand is because um, the in the in Shazam they really built it up about family and it was totally done in a really believable way about unifying and and coming together as family. And that there's something to be said about uh, you know there's the family that you have that you're related by blood, but there's the family that you can make. By the friends that you choose, and there's uh, I myself I've I've experienced that I live that now uh, I have a very close f- uh, friends that I, I consider family even though we have no blood relation. Is he talking about us? Um, <laughs> I don't and, think so. Uh, we'll have to we'll have to find out. Yeah. Uh, and um, and this movie this movie totally does it and it totally does it in a in a way that's that is uh, it got to me yeah. it, it made me feel wholesome and good and. Fun and it was happy. I was happy at the end of it. Um, there was one part where um, the the main character has to deal with um, with something from his past, and I thought actually it was kind of done in a very good way. That wasn't too harsh. Uh, it could have been probably closer to reality in, in terms of execution of like how the two. Again, I'm trying to speak about it without uh, spoilers. Uh, it could have been done in a way that it, it was a bit more mm, believable about how two people may meet in in, uh, in real life. Um, but again, it. I think it, it led really well into the character development. 
I think it was uh, I, there was no part in that movie that I didn't feel was believable, and, and uh, um, the uh, I had I had a, uh, another slot. Oh, uh, and the main character. I was really happy to see the main character um, doing a feature film. Um, his name. Chuck. Uh, his name is Chuck. No, I don't remember his Chuck? name. Levi. You talk about the young, the the yeah, the, the, young. the child. Yeah. Uh, oh, I Asher, thought you were talking about the... Asher Angel, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, I thought to, uh... you were talking about the guy who played Shazam. Uh, no, I, he looks familiar, but I Levi don't actually know. Levi something. He was in this TV Zachary show. Zachary Levi. Zachary mm-hmm. Levi. See? Zachary Levi. Okay. He was in this TV show called Chuck on Channel Four, where he was like a secret. He got mixed up as a secret agent, but he was a he was a Geek Squad guy, and he became. Oh, see, yeah. it was a really weird show. Oh, I believe okay. that's the premise of the show. Yeah, I, yeah. that sounds familiar. I don't. Remember oh, he was also it. Flynn Ryder, by the way, Flynn from. Ryder. Tangled. From Tangled? Yeah, he's the voice really? of Flynn Ryder. No yeah. way. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I didn't no. know that. Wait. Is he? No. Is it him? Or is it him or am I thinking of the other guy from Scrubs? No, I think it's him. I think it's Zachary <laughs> Levi. I'll have to. They're, okay. they're uh, so similar. Have to, I'll, I'll, look that up. Yeah. I'll look that up in a second. Yeah. I do yeah. want to speak about, I did get the name right. His name is uh, Asher Angel. Uh, he's a, a young actor who I know him from a show from uh, uh, Disney, Disney Channel, right? Disney Channel, um, yeah. Um, with the the uh, Wizards of Waverly uh, Place. Oh my gosh, the, se- it's just... the Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. No, it's it's <laughs> it's, it's not helping me. You're making me forget it right now. It's, <laughs> Lemonade um, something. Uh, oh gosh, I have to look it up now. Andy Mack, thank you. Andy Mack, Andy yeah. Mack. Oh, yeah. I was gonna say Andy that. Mack. I was not gonna say that. No, yeah. Andy Mack. Thank you watched that? I watched you. that. Yeah, yeah, I, I watched, watched that too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My wife and I got into it. Yeah, uh, it was a very good show. Uh, did you watch all the way up to like the latest stuff right now? We stopped because I, 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 yeah, we stopped. Yeah. I, I forgot at what point we stopped, but it was good when we were watching it from the beginning. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah this is this is a really strange thing because I know that my oldest daughter watches, watches Andy Mack. Oh, has watched every episode. I have walked in the room when the show's on. I just can't do Disney teen dramas myself, <laughs> so I've never shown an interest in it, but it's weird uh, that I know you both have a daughter, but I don't believe you watch this because of your daughter now in this moment, so I'm, no. I'm really confused here, no. sorry. Uh, yeah, no, but I watched it because it was uh, it presented... Yeah. What? No, Yours just, isn't as shocking, but Eddie's, I didn't expect that. What, mine isn't as shocking? Uh, it presented uh, growing up issues and it handled it in a very good way and it had really great characters uh, really great character development uh, Asher Angel who's, who's, uh, who's been with the show ever since the start uh, I thought he was a really good actor and then, and then I saw him in this movie in Shazam he did a fantastic job okay yeah okay. He, did, he did a really great job I'm so happy to see that he's doing feature films I hope this leads to like more in his career mm-hmm. if, if this is what he wants to do yeah um, but uh, as, as him going from Andy Mack which I thought he did a great jo- job there uh, going to, to, to this feature film all success to him I wish him the best uh, Asher if you want to come on the show please do come talk to us and we can talk more about Shazam about filming that because I bet that was a, a bunch of fun because uh, fun. I can only imagine like how they filmed there's one scene that they show in the commercials where he like jumps off the, the roof of the building and says Shazam and the blinding uh-huh. bolt comes down and hits him like that that could have been really cool to film I imagine. Okay, okay. That was on a green screen, and he probably didn't jump that far. <laughs> <I'm just laughs> that he had a harness on. I'm just throwing I'm, it out there. No, just, but still, just, yeah. to know what it goes to, to, well, to, to, to put yourself, I mean, yeah. you got to think about. Uh, but, at the, but here's the thing with a lot of people, when you talk to actors about scenes they film, especially in front of green screens, it's not until they see the movie later that they, they realize what they're doing. They realize then, but exactly. it's not one of those, like, at the time when he was filming it, the harness could have been chafing. He could have hated that whole scene See, at the time. See, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. That's interesting yeah. to hear stuff like that. Yeah, I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah. They don't really... 
No, because it's not like the because a lot of times the special effects aren't ready, uh-huh. and it's not like they're like, "Come over here, we're gonna play this back for you. This is what it's gonna look like." No, they don't see it until it premieres. So well, they kind of try the day and age. I don't know, maybe you yeah. never know. No, they, it just it seems to be that way still in this day and age. Really? Well, all right, I'm inclined to believe yeah. you because you, you've been around that more than I. And have. I and I do watch a lot of behind the scenes stuff, and a lot of this knowledge too comes from things like Game of Thrones, which is a huge show that ended this year. It's sad, so, but we're not gonna go into Game of Thrones. But yeah. they had a lot of CG in that show obviously with the dragon yeah, uh-huh. so people are on these mechanical bulls in front of green screens and it's not till the show premieres that they see everything cut together and how it looks really that's kind of yeah. interesting because you would think that you know you would want to yeah. look yeah exactly at it to yeah. make sure hey did i do my best yeah exactly you know does this actually come out the way yeah. that i wanted that's to? that's what i would be thinking yeah because yeah. that's I mean, for the director to decide and oh, what he has wow. you do takes and takes okay. and takes that's what acting is hmm, what were you okay. gonna say you had something uh you were correct that, yes. that is uh zachary flynn Ryder. Zach- zachary levi is the voice is of flynn Ryder. wow yeah. okay yeah, i thought it was i thought <laughs> it was and then i started to doubt myself i don't know why wow i would have changed gears here i just want to throw out there too because we brought up tangled uh mandy moore is the voice of rapunzel mandy moore i love you please come on the show and i am watching uh this is us with mandy moore oh Oh, i love that show yeah uh, Me and the wife watch it. I caught the episode where the the uh, husband of, of her character was was killed in the in the. Oh no! Oh, spoilers! Did I just get spoilers? Uh, yeah. Is it is it like that? Like, <laughs> I, I, I don't know much about This Is Us because once again, because yeah. we were waiting shocking. to see what happened to him for the longest time. But like time, from the beginning of the show, you know it. he's dead, right? From episode one, you understand the father's dead, correct? Uh, I don't know. Or from very early on in the show, you know the father's not there and he's gone. Because uh, doesn't the show take place? I only personally? saw that one episode. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I so I don't know. Doesn't the show take place point... current time and in the past? Like yes. Flashback? Yes, so it does. You it does know do that the dad's not around, so you ha- you know something. Yeah, right? but okay. you don't know what's going on in, in, the, you know, in the first season. You Like, maybe they're divorced. Maybe, you know, oh, okay. maybe okay. they're not together. Maybe he's just not around. And then, you know, as it goes on and it goes on, you kind of start to say, okay, something happened. Come on, guys. Tell us. And then, I have and actually, then finally tell yeah, us. I've actually, point. I've actually heard why he, why he, why he, what yeah, happened, it was, what happened uh, to him. Contract issues. No, 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 not the contract. I mean, in the what? show, how they, in the show, how they wrote him out of the show, like yeah, his uh-huh. character, like the scene that. I mean, okay, you've already said it. He dies. Yeah. The scene where he dies, the reason why he dies, or at least the initial reason that they gave in the show, and I was like, really, that's. That's what it's gonna be for. Uh, okay, I'm gonna say yeah. that th- this show, this episode, I, I want to say it's like at least, at least three years old. Yeah, it so should be fine. It should be fine. Yeah, okay. he's, he's going back smoke, to rescue a dog, right? Yeah, it's smoke inhalation. Yeah, that's yeah because he's going to yeah. rescue the girl's dog, and that's yeah. how he dies. And I'm just like, this hey, show that's built no. this up for three, four no. years. Yes. Uh, no, no. Yes, rescuing, rescuing a family we dog, remember. a family pet. Yeah, exactly. You, yes. Family member. Yes. Uh-huh. And it's not like he died, you know, because. In the fire in the no, house, okay. he got out. Okay, see, yeah, I then, didn't know this. Yeah, and then so he you did think, that. okay, he makes it. So yeah. what actually kills him? Because they still give you that suspense. Oh. And then finally, towards the end of the episode, you know, during the hospital, and yeah. you know, they're they're you know, he's like yeah. with the oxygen. You think he's fine, and then I don't know where the doctor just comes out and just tells the wife like, he's gone, he's gone. Yeah, that's crazy. And it's, it's just sad. It's, yeah, it's such mm-hmm. a good show. I love it. Yeah, Manny Moore does a great job. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. So you want to switch gears? Yeah. Uh, worst. Nick, go worst ahead. movies. Worst. Worst movie you saw <laughs> oh, this wow, year. Wow. Wow. Really I just want to do best and worst of movies, then we'll move on oh, to man, the uh, fun. Uh, okay. What's worst, the worst movie you um, saw? A movie I did not enjoy. Uh, gosh, I don't know. Okay. Uh, do you have one, Eddie? 
Not really. I mean, if, if top of my mind, I guess it's going to be that one that we were complaining about. Uh, scary, what is it called? Scary oh, Stories to Tell the Dark. Yes, I would complain about that. That's the worst movie I've seen mm. because I saw that all the way much, to the yeah. end. Yeah. And I was upset. Well, I'm sorry that that happened to you. I enjoyed that movie. There's no yeah. reason for you to apologize yeah. for it. I'm sorry you have terrible taste. Um, I'm sorry it didn't end like This Is Us or Andy <laughs> Mack. Uh, I'm sorry. Okay, Andy Mack. Wow. Okay. Uh, um, I have two movies okay. I'd like to nominate for worst movie of the year That's in my right. opinion. Maybe, maybe I'll agree. Maybe I've seen um, two. The remake of Pet Cemetery. Oh, I didn't see that. That either. was so poorly done. And just, I didn't see that either. Oh, it had John Lithgow, and it should have been decent, and I just hated every moment of that movie. Oh, you know what movie? I, I know I saw... Saw. Oh, it was so poorly done. Uh, sorry, I just remembered one that I saw. I, I know I saw this year, and, and uh, it totally ruined what was being set up, I think, for maybe a franchise of it, was the sequel to... Um, to uh, uh, oh, my gosh. It's, it's escaping right now. The giant kaiju movie. Uh, uh, with the robots. Oh, Pacific, Pacific Rim. Rim. Pacific Rim. The second, oh, the third second one, one. I didn't was, see that either. Yeah, that the, was terrible. With the guy from Star Wars, with the guy who plays Finn in Star Wars, he played the Finn main. He played the main. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, Jaeger driver uh, in that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, the the English guy. The English guy who Star plays Wars. Finn in Star Wars in the in the new the three new Star Wars movies, seven, Picard. eight, and Does nine. Picard, or not Picard? I'm uh, talking about the young. The young kid whose dad is the like the marine, and he's off, and he's like hunting for the kaiju parts in the beginning. You need to, I mean, not the kaiju parts, the Jaeger parts. I don't recall. He's about okay. the guy that plays a stormtrooper, right? Yeah, yeah, the stormtrooper. Yeah, like who, he he's trying to get out of the stormtrooper. Yeah, who gets the name Finn? Yeah, and, Finn. Okay. And he's and with, we thought that right? he had. Uh, yeah, we, you, we yeah, yeah, he, he had, had the, the force. Yeah, force, he had the yeah, force power, but to... no, he just picked up the lightsaber yeah. because it was there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll go. We'll go into this offline. But yeah, that movie remember. was garbage. Yeah, yeah I don't think, I think that released. That I don't think mind. that released this year. Thankfully, no, I don't think so either. No, but, but that I movie it was this year, and yeah, trash. I did not enjoy. It. I thought I liked the first Pacific one a lot. Rim Us- Uprising, I think. It was yeah, called. Uprising. Yeah, the first one was really good, but then like the second one didn't make any sense because it seemed like it, it set things back that were already established. Well, the second one had nothing to do with anyone who did the first one, so there's your oh. problem. It has. It's, yes, it's in the same universe, and it's supposed to be a continuation <laughs> so story. Yeah. But the director, the writer, all the actors are all different? gone. Really? Actually, I think one there was one returning actor from the movie. I think the the girl who's she was a. She was one of the. Oh um, yeah, she was in the first one, right? Yeah, she was in the first one. She's one of the Jaeger pilots. It, yeah. It's the uh-huh. yeah the younger girl who's, who the marine guy took as her dad or I actually, whatever. I know. Yeah. I, I know. I actually know her from another movie. Okay. It was called like Maps and Sounds of Tokyo. Okay. It was a really good movie, and she was in it. Uh, yeah. Gosh. But she was not good in this movie, or this movie wasn't good, which however you want to put it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then there was another movie that. Um, it's on. Net, it was a Netflix movie. It's called okay. In the Tall Grass. It's based in the Conjuring universe, or it's oh, done no by the way. same people as okay. the Conjuring. Conjuring, and the old, uh, the which, which movie, the witchcraft movie. The yeah, the movie about the haunted houses and stuff from like Conjuring? five, ten years ago. The Conjuring. Conjuring. It's got one of the same actors in there. Right? Yes, yes, one of the same it's actors wrong? in there. Yeah. It's either from the people that made, or it's in the universe. Uh-huh. I don't know. I just found the movie kind of boring and not well executed and not scary or even suspenseful there was mm-hmm. no time when they were like running through the grass and I was like oh my god something's gonna get him I was just like just get somewhere already mm-hmm. I don't know that movie to I me saw, was I saw the trailer with that, with that uh, with like yeah, that yeah. scary uh-huh. nun yeah. lady yeah. Yeah. I have not seen anything yeah. other than a, um, a robot chicken 
uh, parody, parody parody of yeah. this. Yeah, that's actually really good if you want to get scared. No, it's just a, it's a certain type of horror movie. I'm not yeah. too, I'm not big biggest fan of the Conjuring universe, I was, the Conjuring I series. This, that kind of horror it isn't always out. for me. Okay, but yeah. So okay, I want yeah. to talk about this because did you see the Robot Chicken? No, Who? no, I know they did one. I did yeah. not. see Okay, it. so yeah. it's really it's really really funny because it's just really quick where, where like she's standing right behind the, the like the dad or something, some guy, and she's like, oh, I'm gonna get you, and then the guy's like, oh, really scared, and he's like, oh my gosh, what's going on? And all of a sudden you hear, <laughs> and the guy's like, did, did you just fart? And she's like, no. And then just just more farts come afterwards. And it's just, yeah. <laughs> As you can tell, I love the sophisticated comedy. Yeah. So, yeah. All right, please continue, Nick. Yeah, but I will say, though, out of those two movies, personally for me, Pet Cemetery was by far worse. Yeah, you did not than like Talkers. that one, yeah. Did not like that I one at all. you did not like that one. I like the original Pet Cemetery. I like Stephen King stuff. Mm-hmm. I was excited for it. I was like, cool, we're going to watch it. And I guess I built it up a little too much for myself. Okay, well, yeah. I actually have a question about yeah. the, the Tallgrass movie. Is the whole movie really in the grass? Yes. Well, 99% of the movie is in the grass. That's what I had a hard time grasping. I was like, can I really sit here and watch an entire movie just <laughs> based in the grass? I did, and then it was, yeah, I just didn't like it. Okay, okay. Yeah, it was. I'm sure you're, yeah. I'm kind of hoping there's cool things happening in the grass, right? Something has to. Uh, it's this whole tribalistic, like, it's like tribalistic thing, uh, like pillar in the middle that's like changing people's minds. And it's just, I didn't, I don't know. Okay, okay. It was just, it was just frustrating. Yeah, you know, yeah. there was other movies that came out this year, like uh, um, John Wick. John Wick. John Wick three yeah, came three. out this year. Wow, that I was fun. That too, um, which uh, I've I've only so ever seen the intro of it. Oh, John Wick. Th- okay, so John Wick one's the best. John okay. Wick two is good. John Wick three. John Wick, John Wick one is, is really the good. best. Yeah. Really yeah. Good. John yeah. Wick two is good. It's not great. John Wick two is good, but John Wick three is enjoyable and entertaining. He kills a dude with a horse. You know, okay. I'm no, just no, gonna no. let you know. Look. He kills a guy <laughs> okay, thank you, with okay. a horse. Thank you, thank and you it's for bringing phenomenal. that up because there's somebody else that we worked with that also made you know made a comment about that <laughs> yeah. scene. I actually tried to see up until that part. Uh-huh. This one time I was trying to watch it, and I, I I was like, oh oh here it comes. There here's the thing with the horse, and he goes he goes and does it, and I was like, what? That's it. That's all he does. Well, because and you guys built this up way, way maybe too because much. we built it up for you because it was a shock to us because he goes into the stable yeah. in New York. He goes into the stable That's, in New York and he goes. He does. He uses everything around him to dispatch those those who are after him. Just, so how is it surprising that he uses the horse to do it? Because he never used a horse before. Yeah, he never no. used he a horse killed before. people with That's knives ridiculous. and guns no. and his fists. No, he killed a dude with but, a horse. No, him him riding on horseback, bare bareback horse. Through through the raining, I think it was still raining, through the streets of New York. That scene is fantastic. What he did with the horse to dispatch that guy? No, thank you. Oh, that was awesome. Really? No, you yeah. are, I'm gonna have to you are a terrible person. Yeah, Just watch that scene. Just okay. watch that scene. Well, I'm going to watch the whole you thing. Watch I want to see the whole thing. You should watch the whole movie because there's yeah. this amazing scene before where he builds a gun. Oh, God. That is <laughs> ridiculous, too. great, yeah. He builds an entire gun for one shot. Come on, John Wick, man. For one shot. one shot. For one shot. He takes his whole time to build a gun. Shoots one guy, and then drops the gun and just takes off. It's just like, yes. The scene after that was a lot better because it was a knife fight with axes and stuff. That scene is way, way better. Oh, no, I'm not saying. I'm just saying, like, just for things like that, like, he took all that time to build a gun to kill one guy. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. The horse. Ridiculous. But I enjoyed the ridiculousness of it. No, there's other other parts okay that's what i'm saying because there's other parts where the ridiculousness is much better than yeah. some of the other ones that you guys seem to always praise which that's <laughs> what i understand when he when he gets rid of the, the big guy with the book that was awesome eh. in the library i've seen him kill dudes with books before <laughs> no it's just he beats some dude's face in with a book he 
Cresses windpipe and beats his face in. Yeah. Cool. But this one, he got a dude lined up, smacked the horse's ass, no. and head kicked the dude to death. No. Like, that is such a cool death. <laughs> I'm okay. sorry. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. All right, fine. We're done. One yeah. last thing. Just Keanu Reeves, please come on the show. Yeah. We love you. We can talk about the we horse scene. About this. That was yeah. amazing. Because I know, yeah, yeah, Keanu Reeves, I know you did every part I of that I would movie. like to say, though, I don't know if you guys have seen him train. Yes. At the, um, the shooting, the shooting range. No, I haven't. Yeah. That is amazing, mm-hmm. by the way. I just want to say, like, I know he took you know, the role very seriously. Yeah, that's yeah. Awesome. I do yes, appreciate he that he did that. Yes. That's that's really cool to see. Mm-hmm. Well, I want to say from an movie, actor, yeah. uh, a movie that I was really excited for, really hoping that would be really good, that I would enjoy, that I really in, was enjoying until the end of it was the movie Us. Yeah, you complain about that one a lot. I and do. You constantly do the I voice, do. and you keep on saying how I don't understand it because yeah. I've never seen the movie. Yeah. Oh, I did watch that one. Yeah. That's and the you one with um, why I have to talk to you like this. <laughs> it was just like, why does she speak like this? And and you did that, and the first time, thing, yeah. the first thing I thought when you started doing that, I was like, why are you doing an Albert voice from the old Macintosh <laughs> computers that can talk? Oh yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. the Albert voice. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I just that movie was such a cool suspense horror movie that was leading up, and it was like, this is a really cool idea. And then they gave the big reveal at the end, the, t- the plot twist, uh-huh. I guess. And I felt it was completely unnecessary it, for me. Is it an M Night movie? No, it's a what's it called? A Peel. Peel. Uh, like, I just remember Key and Peel, but it's the yeah. one of those two. It's Peel. Oh, it's okay. Peel. Isn't it? Oh no, no, no. Is is it Key? Uh, yeah. Didn't he do like? Get Jordan, out? It's Jordan Peel. Yes, Peele. it is Jordan, Jordan Peel who did, does it. Yeah. Didn't he do Get Out earlier this year? He did like, Get Out. That was last year. Was that last year? That was last year. This one's different than Get Out because Get Out's is, about Get Out's more about a social construct, I guess we'll say. Not really a social construct, but so Get Out's kind of about just like racism kind of we'll put it that way yeah, lightly yeah. put it that way because that's not really what the whole movie's about but that's kind of the idea it's kind of like hey racism um, this movie's just basically trying to be a really good suspense horror film and they have you up until a point at least me you really a lot think so? of, a lot of people really like the movie okay. and that's fine I just the end to it, me it was kind a bit of, confusing actually for me as I was kind of like watching like what is going on yeah. like what is happening I just you know? don't know that end that twist at the uh-huh. end where it was like here's the big twist okay and I just was kind of like, I could have done without that. The twist kind of felt like, to me personally, like you're spoon feeding me something that I didn't need to make a conclusion about this movie. See, it, that's interesting to hear. Now, just just to jump things, because I want to reference what you just said, because mm-hmm. uh, I'm hearing you say this for the first time, and that's very interesting to hear, because I just heard you complain about another movie that you saw recently where they they left a very open-ending it depends. Empty with an open end, and I, you did not like that. Yes, so I like a movie to complete. I don't like a movie to say to me that cut off right before the end should happen. I'm not finishing this story. You wrote this story. Yeah. But I also don't want to be spoon-fed this really weird explanation that was kind of unnecessary where I had already made that conclusion to myself. Mm. If I've already made a conclusion, end the movie. Finish the movie. The movie does have an ending, but in the very ending, there's this part of us where it's just like, and here's the twist the whole time, ha, 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 and it's like, it just wasn't necessary. It didn't make the movie more scary, more entertaining, more suspenseful, nothing. It was pointless to me. And that's mm. that's the problem I had. You didn't with it. think it was necessary. I didn't. No. I, didn't I mean, you did. You already had figured it out to a degree. To a degree. You to a degree. Yeah. Knew. It was just kind of like they could have just left yeah. it how it was, and it would have been fine. Okay. Because I, I thought it was. I thought yeah. it was an interesting twist at yeah. the end. Because I guess I didn't, you yeah. know, catch on. I didn't. I didn't yeah. figure it out. I was just. I was more shocked. Like, oh, okay, this makes sense now. Yeah. Yeah. It was a really and cool I actually had concept, to go. I, I had to go back actually because because yeah. I was kind of telling you, you know, yeah. like to me when I first started watching the movie. I'm just like, what's really going on? This is a little bit confusing. Mm-hmm. So I actually ended up, after watching the movie, going into YouTube to kind of 
hear people's reviews and explaining what you know what was going on and everything and i was like oh, okay this all makes even more sense now with you know additional feedback and stuff like that did they give details about the about the movie that wasn't in the movie or are they just, just no they're just pointing out scenes they're just pointing out yeah, certain things yeah. exactly like, because of this if you look here you can see this here so mm. this lets you know that this is happening like is little this... subtle hints he did a it's a it's a beautifully directed movie it's good is this um? Is this uh, as the way the way you're explaining this? And, and uh, I think I think again we're trying to talk about this without getting spoilers. Do they give clues like they do in? Um, you're making me think of uh, uh, Fight Club. Yes, things like that. Like you should have seen in the background. You should have noticed these. Yes, things. you should have noticed, or you should have noticed because of this dialogue, and then this scene that happened four scenes later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should have picked up that this means that this could have happened. Yeah, uh huh, yeah. uh huh. Yeah. That's what you're making me think of. Yeah, yeah. it's interesting. Yeah, and those are probably the things time. I probably just missed. Yeah. So yeah, I exactly. needed I needed a little bit more. Yeah. For me to put it all together. Because I know, and and yeah. I can relate to Fight Club. But I I did not see those little hints the first time around. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. Uh -huh. Well, I mean, if you go watch like, um, what is it? The Sixth Sense is the same thing, where there's little clues all over the place, but until yeah. you know the end, you can't really go back and then see yeah. where you should have picked them out. See, it's funny that you say that, because then it makes me think, this is, I thought this was an M. Night movie. No, but it does <laughs> have it does have a little twist at the end, exactly. in essence, of an M. Night movie. Yeah. Yeah. I would just like to say that I think there are some people that watch these movies yeah. that can pick up on those type of things. Yeah. To me, they uh -huh. always get me. The plot twist always gets me. I'm just like, oh my god, I can't believe it. And like, one of yeah. my other friends is like, dude, I saw that coming from the so, beginning. Yeah. Like, from the beginning. Yeah. I do. I tend. <laughs> I tend to do that a lot with television shows and movies, and I need to yeah. stop doing yeah. that. Yeah. I'll oh, be watching really? one, okay. and I'll be watching a show with my wife, and I'll turn to her and I'll make no. some offhanded comment about the show, uh -huh. and then that will be exactly what oh, happens. No. And then okay. I've ruined it for myself, and I've ruined it for her <laughs> at the end because I guessed it right, and no, I'm just like, oh, I gotta stop doing it. It's that. what we do because yeah. you you been around this for a long time yeah. i do it uh, constantly because i overwatch things constantly yeah. it's, it's you learn to see these patterns you recognize uh -huh. what these patterns are and in in terms of uh of um what this this these productions and 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 telling these stories yeah. there's nothing new under the sun so you know there there's an uh, there's a point that they always try to get to and that point has probably been done before and mm. with uh with nick and myself we've probably seen an example that leads up to this point probably a dozen times before so know, you yeah. know the things that lead up to it whereas that makes me upset when that that's why it makes me upset with the things like um uh, the the scary stories to tell in yeah, the dark that's because for, that's nothing for kids nothing that's a kids up, movie though that's the problem that's the problem I have you're taking this as a cinematic piece for adults you have to look at it from a 13 year old who wouldn't no, know these things no yeah. I'm just saying I'm just yeah. saying right now that I realize that I can't yeah. enjoy the latter or because it's like I need clues I, I get upset if I don't see the clues and I get upset if I can't see the clues yeah. so I can just I just can't enjoy cinema there you yes. go right, I'm sorry cinema I was gonna say the the show I recently did that too was The Watchmen. I did it about an episode and a half before the season finale. Oh, uh, I, I offhandedly said a comment to my wife of, this is what's going to happen in the season finale, and the very last scene is, of course, that's exactly what happens. And I'm just I, like... I have been... Uh, I actually saw the last, like, five minutes of it. I heard, I heard what you said. Yeah. I, I saw, like, the last five minutes of, of The Watchmen, and, yeah. then, like, I was like, that's exactly what Nick said. And, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and I, I, I thought, oh, yeah. But um, let's move to why we're really here. Uh, why are we really here? Video games. Video games? Yeah. Okay. Video yeah. games. Wow. Video, video games, games for... because we're reviewing 2019. 2019 video games. Uh, you know, uh, to, to date this episode, uh, uh, an, an update just came out for Cadence of Hyrule. And I got to say, that game was fantastic. Is I, that your game of the year? Um, oh, for no. you? No, no, no. Game of the year <laughs> is uh, maybe a game that I have no uh, uh, access to. And um, I don't even know if it came out this year, but it's going to be Fantasy Star. Fantasy Star Online 2. 
Okay, that doesn't <laughs> like, count. No, doesn't no, count. games you played this okay. year. Of you, what you played, not of what's out there and what you've read reviews on or watched other people play. Um, I have to say that the game, it's been the game that I've been looking forward to all year, uh, which I think it has even been teased since last year, which is Pokemon. Mm. Uh, Pokemon you love that Shield. Pokemon, aren't you? I am absolutely loving it. That's Every good. single second I get to play that game, which is only on the show, it's it makes me happy. It, it makes me uh, glad that I'm playing such a great title that's obviously been poured in so much attention and detail, detail to that, you know, these people from Game Freak, they're not just, you know, shoveling out another game because people know they'll get it because it just has the Pokemon title. No, they did that with Town. What? The town game that they put out right before. Never mind. That's a, sorry. I, I don't know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, a hero, my my hero, my town hero, or something like that. They put out a game like three months before Pokemon. There was this RPG that took place in one town uh-huh. for the Switch, and it was supposed to be it was Game Freak's game that wasn't Pokemon, and it felt rushed. Like we care about Pokemon, not this, and they just shoved it out because they had committed to it. Oh, yeah. Wow. The town, something town. I can't remember. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, I have to give a lot of credit to to um, to Pokemon. But I mean, I, I imagine there's if you give me a second, yeah. there's got to be some like uh, smaller titles because we can't we can't just praise the larger companies. But of course yeah. they can they can produce something that's like grand as this because they have the resources. I'll just say the resources to do so. Yeah. When you have when you have underground not underground but smaller companies that can still pump out something that's that can be beautiful and wonderful. Um, something that comes to my mind right now is, is uh, Undertale, which I know is not released this year. No. Uh, Did it come out for the Switch this year? Was it, that No, that was even that, last year. I think year that was this, even last year That was year last year well. for the Switch, yeah. so we can't even like say, well, it yeah, was at they, least released on one platform this year that you got to play. Yeah. It, it, no, yeah. I, I actually would if I could, if I could afford yeah. it. Stardew Valley is another game that I adore that was done by, by a, small a guy. No, oh, wow. a guy. One person. One, person. one wow. guy originally, nice. yeah. Oh, wow. Concerned okay. Ape, I can't remember his real name, but he made the game himself. He is hiring more people now to expand on the game and bring oh, cool. it in future, which is cool because that was about six months ago he started hiring a team, but he did the game himself. Nice. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'll go with that. Okay. What about you? I, I don't have a favorite. I, I think I just... Uh, honestly, I just played a lot of Call of Duty. You, you, okay. you play a lot of Call of Duty. It was just yeah. a lot of Call yeah. of Duty because I, right? I wanted to play with my brother. You yeah. know, that's so that's, that's, so that's the game I've been yeah. playing. Yeah, yeah, that's your just, favorite uh, game. That's a big this title, yeah. Call of Duty. Yeah, it's it's pretty huge. But I'm trying to think what was supposed to be like really huge this year. Um, was that, it was that it the nin- uh, that Ninja game? Some oh, it has some subtitle. I kind of feel like somewhere like Fallout related, but it just. It was just plummeted. Well, I think, it just cause it didn't uh, do any good. No, seventy six. Seventy six was last year. That was, that was last, last year, year still. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I really enjoyed Resident the, uh, Evil Two Auto remake. Is a lot of people. Um, yeah, Resident Evil Two. Uh, Final Fantasy is going to come out next year. Um, they have announced a new Fallout. Uh, not Fallout. They announced a new uh, um, Bioshock that's going to come but out. That's next. Yeah, that's oh, all. Oh, that's I'm all. Waiting future. for Cyberpunk. There oh yeah, that's what I was excited for when we went to E3. Yeah, yeah, you were super hyped for that. You sat in the line. I to think watch that's what I'm video. waiting for. Yeah. I'm waiting for Cyberpunk to was come that, out. Is that supposed to come out this year? No, it's still next year. Yeah, it's still next year. Yeah, but we went to E3 this year. That was something we did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but they they did just announce the Xbox too. Is that coming out this year? No. No. Scarlet Scarlet Twenty Twenty. Uh, the uh, they finally gave it the name. Oh, they the did. Xbox Series X. Uh, Series X. Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I <laughs> I don't even know what to Microsoft. If you're listening, what the hell is up with your naming conventions? <laughs> like, what is going well, on? Well, you know what no, they're no, gonna no. do with to that give, with that kind of naming convention. To give them defense, <laughs> our Pokemon series is Wulu. Everything is named Wulu. 
it is difficult to come up with so many names. I know, but so like they characters. went into such a weird direction where it's like they could have just they could have just tacked numbers onto Xbox at the end and they would have been fine. But no, mm-hmm. they had to not be Sony, and now we got Series X and then yeah. Series XR and Series yeah, XP exactly. and PRX and BRC. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I'm a Mac Microsoft fanboy. Yeah. I'm gonna buy them regardless okay. what they're called. So, That's so awesome. then, uh, Cyberpunk. I love them. Out. By the way, I just want to say real quick. I love that you're the Microsoft fanboy. As I'm the Nintendo <laughs> fanboy, so. We at least cover those bases. <laughs> Could you get on that PlayStation train? Could you get on that head. PlayStation train so we can cover all the dang bases? I'm sorry, Sony, there's no love in here for you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, uh, I do. I am super tempted to try to get Final Fantasy. Yeah. Okay. Um, but like, it's. I guess that doesn't yeah. make me really a fanboy if yeah. Sony does it. No, I don't think really. I'm a fanboy of anything really. I don't no, know. you're not. I'm not. You're yeah. a master of all. Wait, <laughs> you're a jack of master of none. You're a jack of all fans and a fan of none. Yeah, I'm a fan of everything. Yeah. yeah, I'm a fan of everything. I mean, a master fan of none. <laughs> uh, but okay, uh, yeah. anything else, uh, Eddie? That you Games. may want you may want to talk about uh, at least the, some of the things that you know that I know you're playing now is um, mm-hmm. Outer Worlds, uh, Call of Duty, which is a big title. I mean, that, yeah, that yeah, came out this year too. And I recently started playing uh, Forza Horizon Four. Ooh, That's supposed game, to be right? really yeah, good. it's racing because it's available the, on Game Pass. Did you get the Lego expansion? Have you heard no, about you that? No, you gotta pay for that. But have you heard about that? Uh, yeah, like you see the advertisements yeah. inside the game. <laughs> that looks so fun. If I was gonna it play does. Forza, I good. would be like, Legos, yeah. let's go. But I, I really enjoy that series, yeah. actually. And I, I like the fact the that Forza they, games are always solid. They're like, always they're, fun, yeah. They're probably the best, in my opinion, they're the best racing, racing games. games out like, there? realistic racing games, because kart okay. racing is a different genre. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. And then I did get back into Minecraft at some point this year. I, I remember we played Minecraft for, like I think, like a month straight. Wow, nice. Yeah. Didn't you win a uh, foosball bet with someone and they had to go play? Or did you lose that? No, we won. You won. And, and then someone... they didn't honor the, uh, oh, they didn't? the agreement. No. So just real quick, Eddie <laughs> and some of his friends at work here played a foosball tournament. And the winning team that Eddie was on, the other team had to play Minecraft with them. If you would have lost, you would have had to go play. We had to give up Minecraft. You had to give up Minecraft. Yeah, we weren't so you allowed won. to play Minecraft anymore. Yeah. You and another coworker yeah, on the team here, we, you won and you got to keep your Minecraft and the other two were supposed to join you exactly. and they never did. that never happened, yeah. Oh, what punks. That's not cool. That's I know, not cool. That's, yeah. not, that's not cool But it's a great story. Um, <laughs> I want to talk about my games of the year. Okay. Uh, my contenders for games of the year are Link's Awakening. The remake was beautifully yeah, you, done. You love that oh, I love that. Game. <laughs> yeah. uh, Luigi's Mansion Three. Okay. That game is great. I'm having a great time playing that game. I'm having I'm a great having time it, playing it too. I'm having an even better time playing it co-op. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really good playing it with someone you know. It makes it a little more fun. It's okay. a lot of fun. And okay. this game would. This game I think will be my game of the year because of how much I enjoy it. It's not a new game. It's three years old, but it just came out for the Switch, so it's new to me because I mainly play on Nintendo. Amazing. It's Dead by Daylight. Oh, yeah. I play so much Dead by Daylight. I enjoy that game. Um, it has everything I need. It has horror. It has survival. It has quick time events, and I just really enjoy the game. is It's it's really impressive to see a smaller game studio. Mm-hmm. Its behavior, they're based in Montreal, come out 
with such a good living breathing game because there's always updates for it they're always bringing yeah. new things they're always trying to balance the game is the game perfect no but no game is yeah but their passion for it and the love they have for the game and what they try and how they listen to the community uh-huh. as much as they can without completely destroying the game okay. is just an amazing thing and that's the yeah. one that's supposed to be similar to the one that i've played the friday the 13th right yeah where's like one guy just one person controls the bad the killer. guy and the yeah. other one's just trying it's to survive. It's 4v1. Yeah. Okay. Four survivors versus one killer. You're on a map, a set map. Uh-huh. There's generators. Your uh, your goal as a survivor is to... to power all the generators okay. to open the, uh, the escape hatch and escape the, the map, the killer. Okay. The killer... Your objective is to catch the survivors, put them on hooks. Enough times they get sacrificed to the entity, which is the in-game villain that eats these souls or whatever. Mm, okay. Um, I will say, though, that like, is that you brought up Friday the 13th. I also played Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th is fun, but Friday the 13th is probably... There's a big, there's a lot going on on the internet now with toxic gamers and toxicity in games. Okay. And Friday the Thirteenth to me, going on. I know, but I'm just saying, like it's, it seems more so now with how much more every game has an online mode now. Like, yeah. toxicity. Friday the Thirteenth is the epitome of like if you took toxic internet, boiled it in a beaker to a fine, thick paste, and poured it out, that would be Friday the Thirteenth. It's like pure, refined toxicity. That game. It is the most like. The whole point of that game is just to be an asshole. <laughs> Sorry for the language, but that is... If you're Jason, is to be an asshole. And if you're a, a camp counselor, it's just to be an asshole to that Jason and make him hate his life. Yeah. And you, with voice chat, it is terrible. <laughs> yeah. Do you feel... Do you feel that, that yeah. because of the... I want to say stale type of gameplay that you get with Friday the 13th lends to this kind of, kind of toxicity and To find entertainment. Compared to... Compared yeah. to... Uh, Dead by Daylight because in, uh, if you if you give me a second yeah. uh, there's toxic people in Dead by Daylight don't get me wrong uh, no but, no yeah. but I think yeah. I, if I'm, as you're describing yeah. this to me it's making me uh, think as if that perhaps the, this toxic environment is yeah. being developed to in, in Friday the 13th is because you kind of have a stagnant type of situation that you're in there's you know who the villain is it's uh it's jason jason thank you yeah. it's jason you know that you're you're always a camp counselor right yeah. or or uh jason somebody plays as jason right so so it's nine people get into a room yeah. eight are counselors is it nine yeah i think it's nine uh-huh. i can't i would just geez it could be more but for sure minimum nine people eight are counselors one's jason randomly uh-huh. picked each time uh-huh. so, so so you don't know who's going to be jason until no. The game starts. Uh, okay, yeah. so if you will, um, because I don't play these games, but I've, I've seen enough of them. But mm-hmm. I mean, I imagine the counselors themselves don't have much variety other than like the items that you pick up, mm-hmm. uh, and you have uh, the, you know you know who who the villain is, and and you know the mechanics of what you're going to do. Yeah. You if you're the villain, then you have to go uh, after the camp counselors, yeah. and you have your restrictions about how you go after them. And as a uh, as a camp counselor, you know what you have to do is you pick. Some sort of method to to leave, or uh, as you're, or as just you're survive the night, sur- just survive the night, eat up on Jason, or, until, or kill Jason. You can or, actually kill him, in the or night, foul yeah. foul up other people's yes. uh, attempts to do anything because you have nothing yeah. else to do. Whereas I, I I'm asking this now because do you think that Dead by Daylight doesn't have this type of toxic environment? Because because it has well, much more variety. They do have a toxic environment. They have okay. It doesn't yeah, have the same kind the of toxic same kind, environment, yeah. or okay. as big as maybe yours. You're saying, yeah. but it has much more variety because it has different killers with with different abilities and different um, survivors with different abilities which forces you to to try to mix them up and change your gameplay and even then when you enter a match you don't know necessarily who you're going to battle against and mm-hmm. how they play and yeah. see it offers more variety where do you think do you think that's why that uh, Friday the 13th 
has a toxic environment because it's it's too stagnant. It's yeah, it's a little slower paced than Dead by Daylight. Dead uh-huh. by Day, it's a little faster. Uh-huh. The gameplay, the matches are a little quicker, and it's just just what you have to do is more like you have to always be moving around. Is where Friday the Thirteenth you can go hide for half a match. But I think the biggest problem with Friday the 13th has to be the fact that all the lawsuits that have bogged down the game, the developers haven't been able to work on the game, to update mm, the game, to add okay. new content. So people who love the game are starting to get like, well, what can I do for fun? Well, I'm just going to beat Jason with a bat and teabag him for 10 minutes until he either rage quits or just leaves me alone. Wow, that's amazing to hear that that because of the lack of ability to improve upon a title that's already been released, mm-hmm. uh, that... But people, people still are, play it, are, yeah. Yeah, people play it, but they're yeah. turning into something that's not as it was originally intended. Yeah. Whereas I know Dead by Daylight just recently had an update where it added a new survivor, a new, <laughs> yeah, a new, that's a, a new villain. Yeah. Um, and it, it can do this. And it's, I don't know, it's interesting to hear that, you know, so much attention and uh, perhaps, for lack of a better word, love, because so many people are playing it, yeah. uh, they give it because it's able to, the uh, studio itself is able to update it. Yes. Whereas, like, I'm, I'm just, it's making me think right now of when we were growing up, you know, you, you bought a title yeah. and you played it. And you got it. And you that's got all it. You and know. that's yeah. it. And, you, yeah. you know, uh, if it was good or bad, yeah. you dealt with it. Yeah. You know, you didn't complain with it. And then and that's, I think that leads, leads to a lot of people getting, you know, getting good. Yeah. Or even then, if you had a title that was maybe easy and it was like, you know, or as, as a title that you got good with, you you invented your own ways to make it more difficult. And that's kind know? of that's kind of what people do in Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, people which, go which and they're they, doing yeah. this. They're they're making the game more difficult because yeah. it's already not challenging for them. So they just make this this toxic environment because yeah. it gives them entertainment, yeah. which is a shame. It's a shame that that's that's an option. Yeah, and that's something that they go to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I but I will say I enjoy Dead by Daylight. I will continue to play it as long as I can find matches. So. It is just one of those games that it attracts me really well. Or okay. until, it, it, until it, a new Monster Hunter. Is it pretty up. easy to find matches recently? Is there a lot um, of people there's, playing? Yes. Or is there times where you're just waiting? There's times waiting. when you're waiting, but uh-huh. there are issues right now with matchmaking that they've oh, talked about okay. openly. They're having issues with their servers and matchmaking because the Switch and PC are on dedicated servers now. Before it was P2P, but when they released it for the Switch... The Switch can't handle P2P, so they started oh, dedicated servers. And dedicated okay. servers also help them track disconnects and just different things exploit. So it's for them, too, for their tracking purposes um, on when players disconnect. And, you know, there's a new uh, disconnect penalty that they're starting to roll out and they're testing out right now. So Because mm, okay. sometimes people will come into a room and or they'll go into a match and it'll be a killer that they don't like playing. So they'll disconnect. Oh, okay. Then the second person will disconnect. Now you have two people who wanted to play the game and a killer who are all just like, well, this game's not fun because now it's not a fair balance game. Mm -hmm. And so they're starting to penalize people for disconnecting, which I think is completely okay because there's nothing worse than someone who gets knocked down at the beginning of a match and then they disconnect when it's like, you had two more chances and we might have been able to make something of this. But now there's three of us versus one of them. Oh, now there's one on a hook. Now there's two of us versus... So it's just this whole... Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I get it, but okay. I it's do enjoy it. that they have to, you know, develop these methods in order to like corral this type of behavior. Yes, where it's <laughs> yeah. even like an option to yeah. it, where it's like it's making me think like back when I uh, first tried to um, uh, experience Splatoon two online, yeah. I didn't have the greatest internet connection. Yeah, how many times and, did you get banned? Like uh, temp, uh, temp bans? I used to get them all the time on the original Splatoon. Uh, no, I I I, I remember internet. like I, it's very difficult for me to find time to play games. Uh, so I remember when I the the one two times that I tried um, playing online, 
I got disconnected and I saw that that warning. Yeah. I saw that warning is like you you left the game mid game. Don't do this. If you continue to do so, you're gonna get punished. And you get, like, you yeah. get the punished. first it's time like, I saw that. Oh yeah. It was like it's like a five minute wait for Splatoon, and it was really frustrating because for at least the original Splatoon, I had really bad internet. Mm-hmm. It was P to P, and most players played in Japan. Oh. So I was constantly getting dropped because of my internet service provider not because of me leaving the game out of anger. Yeah, and so yeah. I would then have to sit around for five minutes and wait till it cleared out. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right. Just to say, Behavior's doing a great job. I know you can't get a game like this perfect because you're not going to make everyone happy, but they really no, do try. And yeah. It's really cool the things that they do, how they try to balance things to make them fair. And then they come out and they're very open about it. Like, hey, we tried this and we were wrong. Or we tried this and it's not enough. And they'll just tell you beforehand like when they're going to change things. And the a game that I think you'll agree with me on, even though it's not my game of the year, it's an honorable mention for a very, very, very small studio with a very cheap game that came out this year that you and I enjoy a lot. Ding what? Dong XL was released this year. <laughs> yeah. What that is was that? This year? That was this year. No way. Yes, Ding Dong XL was this year. I looked it up. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. Ding Dong XL is this game where you can play one player, two players, and it's basically a ball. It's like Pong where you stick to the side. Yeah. Okay. But instead of like trying to score, you're trying not to get hit by the falling things in the middle. And each time you make it across the screen, you score. Oh, and there's different okay, things. Okay. And super so, simple. So much super fun. Simple. You paid, what, 49 cents for it or something like that? I, I, don't, or, I think I got it on sale, yeah. Yeah, I don't even think you paid. You used, like, gold <laughs> coins for 49 cents probably. But it was, like, a free game pretty much. <laughs> yeah. And we did an episode on it on our on our show. Oh, okay. uh-huh. And it's just a really fun game to where when we, we, even when we weren't recording the show at lunch, we were playing Ding Dong XL trying to get past our high score. Yeah. It's such yeah. a simple, silly little game, but it's one of those so enjoyable like so many hours of enjoyment out of such little amount of money. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, simple. Very. Yeah, yeah that game is great. Yeah, yeah, it is. And it gets more intense. Like the yeah. things start moving, and like the, and then you have music, and it's just. And you like, can't wait uh, on the one side too long, or you'll die. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you got to short. So you have to go across. You got to go across. Yeah. Okay. Or there's this mechanic in it too, where if you skim off uh, the pieces that fly across, like just barely touch them, extra yeah. points or something. You get like, extra like points. Yeah. points. Yeah. You get bonus. So, you get bonus crosses. Yeah. Like, okay. It'll encourage you to try to like play that way, but then like if you if you get too greedy, then you're gonna wind up smashing into something. And yeah. Just, it, yeah. Oh, okay. It's, yeah. That was a great game. It's a really fun game. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah, that's it. I just yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's it for games for me. That's it. Games. Anything else you want to add, in Eddie? No, that's pretty much it for yeah, me too. Just, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, I think at this point we're gonna wrap it up. Yeah. Uh, this is wow. I I don't want to because this is the last one for this year. Uh, doesn't necessarily mean that we're gonna ha- not have more next year. I am looking forward to next year. Yes, I'm looking um, forward to next year for what's ahead for not only the podcast but for our channel for the rest of the channel. Here. Yeah. All of our gameplay videos and stuff like that. Um, it's been it's been an exciting. We've been at this for eight months, I think. We oh, started wow. a little late in the year. Yeah, yeah, about eight months now. We've been going at this, and uh, it's been great. And I can't wait to see where it goes next year. It's yeah. grown a lot this year for uh, what we thought it would do, and we appreciate everyone who listens and takes the time to yes. spend with yeah. us. Thank you yeah. very yeah. much to everybody out there that that takes the time to listen to us to to watch uh, what we're doing on on the channel. Yeah. Uh, um, Eddie, you have a channel as well. Uh, do you, would you mind plugging it? Um, well, I haven't really done much with my channel. It's just oh. it's, I've had a hard time just uh, trying to put content. Totally on understandable. I've, stuff, I've had yeah. my own projects that I want to get off the ground too. Which yeah. I, it's difficult to find time. Yeah. Uh, but this, hopefully, yeah. This I'll I'll just say this project here, this channel that uh-huh. we started this year officially. This is something that I approached Rick here with 
five, six years ago. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Six really? years ago wow. to do this channel and just things never lined up and no. worked out till this year we finally got it going. Uh, although I will, I do want to say, guys. me, per, thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. Personally, I am happy that it started now. Yeah. I think I am I'm at a much better headspace now than I was back then when we first started entertaining this idea. Yeah. 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 And this is, yeah, so this is a long growing idea for us. So to see it actually out there and to have people watching it and subscribing yeah. and commenting. In this day and age, so, to have content yeah. free and available all over the world, you know, anybody anywhere can listen to this and, you know, feel the feels the feel the same things that we're feeling, laugh with us, uh, you know, eventually maybe one of this episode cry with us. Who cry knows? with Rick. Only yeah, Rick. Cry with me. Yes, thank you. Yes. I will be the only one that will cry, yeah, sure. Uh, and that's fine. I'm proud of it and it's great and I hope that everybody out there that you do listen to us and that you, you it's if you if you think we're doing great, please let us know. If you think we're doing bad, please let let us know. Yeah, yeah. Let us know how we can improve the show. Um, Eddie, let me just say thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. Yeah, I do uh, appreciate yeah, this. Yeah. I know, yeah. I, I, know this, here. Yeah, I know this great. started off with a like, hey, let's do this because let's of your just whole, do this. Yeah. Let's just do this one time thing with Eddie because of Final Fantasy Seven and it just worked out so well. It's great yes, having it did. you here. Yeah. 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 Um it's I, I know we've done one podcast without you, but I could say I just it as much fun same. as that was, it, it wasn't, wasn't the same. The same. Really. It's more it wasn't, fun. Yeah. yeah. It's I like the dynamic here when you're better. So yes. better when you're here. Yes. Yeah. I, I 100% <laughs> agree, and I hope uh, again. I hope it continues into next year. Who knows what what the next year is going to bring? Yeah. Hopefully it's all positive. Hopefully it's all good. Uh, hopefully it continues to be the trio here of us. Yeah. yeah. And this is uh, this is the close of another podcast. And um, everybody out there again, I can't thank you enough. Eddie, Nick, again, I can't thank you enough. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you very much for listening to us. Uh, Eddie and Nick, please say bye. All right. Uh, happy New Year. Happy and New Year. Happy, happy holidays Year. to everyone holidays. out there. And thank you both again for just making this happen. It's great. I yeah. appreciate everything you two do for this. Yeah, awesome. thank you guys. Thank yeah, you guys thank for you. having me. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, one last thing I'm just yeah. expecting you to go start saying baba booey baba booey no, no. I don't, no, no. <laughs> do I look like a person who would listen to Howard Stern uh, I think you would yes. say that yeah. yeah no I'm not a Howard Stern guy <laughs> okay well thank you very much for another everybody. not Howard Stern podcast yeah this is Reg- this is the cast of Retro Lunch Break thank you very much thank you bye, thank you. bye. bye. Retro Lunch Break <laughs>